All right, ready? Yep. Welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. Think about comedians in cars getting coffee, but the teacher version with beer. Classroom Brew is associated with hashtag teacher pods. Make sure you check out other great indie and teacher podcasts around the world today. Welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode 46. This week, I got my buddy Peter on, who you may remember from Airdropped Porn, which is episode two, and episode five, They Call Me Anne Frank. <laughs> which, oh my gosh. <laughs> sad, sad story. That was poor for, Beth. For, for poor Beth. Um, so thank you for coming on again. Uh, welcome oh, back. My pleasure. My pleasure. So the last time that we uh, had spoken on the podcast would have been literally within the first two months of the school year. Yeah. Um, so what have you been up to? Over the past year, um, those of you that might remember, uh, Peter's been working at a uh, not-for-profit, uh, but I'll let you go into more detail on that. Yeah, so I've been working for a not-for-profit that uh, gives out scholarships to uh, students in need of a certain ethnicity. Uh, <laughs> so pretty much I run the entire scholarship program, the entire scholarship process, and then at the end of the school year, pretty much, we have a huge gala at a huge hotel in downtown Chicago. There's people that fly out from all over the country to come and celebrate. Uh, it, there's a whole weekend centered around it, and so I'm involved in organizing that, raising money, and so it's a, a lot of moving pieces. And, <laughs> yeah, you, you were know, super stressed leading yeah, up to it. <laughs> I, I was working... <laughs> Uh, 12 hour days for about for about two months but uh it was all good and fun um so once i finished i started getting back into uh job searching okay for for teaching yeah it's a stressful time to yeah to have to job search do you know what area you'd want to be in in illinois or whatever state yeah so definitely illinois because i only have my license in illinois okay but you know chicagoland is sure is yeah which that transfers a lot. It's kind of like the golden ticket. You can get it to go anywhere. Yeah. Especially now with EdTPA, you could transfer your yeah. license. That's true. Did you send it to multiple states? I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Okay. Is, is it easier now? I did it when I took it. I, really? It, it might have only been maybe three that you can send it to for free. Or I think it might have been the state you take it in, and then you get to pick three additional ones. I can't remember. I didn't even know that. I it's almost like Julie, AT, AT I wish They would have told us that. Yeah, I don't think they... I think I just found out, like... Uh, probably when we had that seminar, yeah, uh, where we all had a lot of questions and they weren't being answered, and that lady was being real callous with everybody. <laughs> that lady was <laughs> awful. Yeah, it was not good. But I mean, we did get our license pretty pretty quickly. It's true, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. A little stressful at, at some points there when I thought I wouldn't get some credits, but that was yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before we dive in, a quick little uh, promo there. Make sure you check out the podcast Classroom Brew on social media at Classroom Brew. That's also the same handle for Twitter. And you can also reach us classroombrew at gmail.com. So for the job hunt, you said you're looking like pretty much all around Illinois, but the CPS online system, <laughs> which is nice because you can just add jobs to your cart as you, you know, yeah. I at least was like slaving away, just like tears in my eyes, looking for jobs each day and adding them to the cart and mass applying. But uh, where are you in that process for? Well, at first I was just applying individually job by job. And then I realized that I had to create a teaching profile through uh, the quality, uh, the quality, the teacher quality pool. Okay. Um, oh, the, the talent the teaching pool. Prof the talent pool. This is yeah. still for CPS, right? Yeah, for CPS. And so 
I could have just been, I, I should have just been working on that and then choosing the jobs and then applying for those just mm-hmm. like that. I realized I messed up, but, um, that's a, probably a common yeah. people do all the time. Yeah. Because actually my, actually my sister had applied to uh, a couple jobs in CPS and I asked her and she just said, just apply to them, you know, like this. And she showed me how, and she didn't create a teaching profile, but she got a couple interviews. So, interesting. yeah. Well, uh, so you said you haven't done the video interview. Yet. So I haven't done the video interviewing, okay. uh, the, the video interview yet. So I'm kind of dreading it because it said that you can only do it once. I know they give you the question beforehand. Yeah. And you might get one retake or maybe unlimited. I can't remember. I mean, okay. but they're your standard questions that you get at any interview anyway. So it, are they? I think I did mine. I had a shirt and tie on, but then I just had running shorts because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the benefit of a, an online uh, or webinar type of thing. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fine though. I don't, I don't know if they actually look at it. That's yeah. the thing. We were talking, my department head, she never saw it and she was part of the hiring process, but in a lot of, and I mean, we get a lot of, uh, uh, job opening, uh, job openings through just emails. Right. So it's just like, do you send still get your resume? Yeah. Do you still I, get I, some I don't, emails from I, I haven't gotten in a while. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, we're yeah. not really part of the grad school network anymore. Yeah. Although I do still get emails talking about like, send in your papers for yeah, our from call Linda. for papers. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about unsubscribing to those but it's like <laughs> it's kind the of the nostalgia of getting <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> ridiculous amount of emails from your university you start thinking like i could write a paper right now i guess i could i could submit something yeah. and <laughs> hashtag yolo <laughs> yeah exactly um but yeah so i've been dreading that and it's just like i shouldn't dread it and i should just go ahead and do it because hashtag yolo hashtag yolo with the, with the accent. accent at the end yeah it's it's not fun i remember i I think I just, I think I just like rope-a-doped the whole job world where I just got like my ass kicked because I went on so many interviews and got like so many no's and like the occasional yes, but it wasn't for a job I wanted. But after, after you get like those first two no's, then you're just like, all right, what is going to expect that? Yeah. It, you yeah. kind of become like impervious to it and then you finally do get an offer. So expect the worst. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can, you can expect that it'll. It'll get easier yeah. once you get that last one done. Are you worried about having to do like a demo interview or a demo lesson or anything? Yeah. I, since it's been about a year since I taught, sure, pretty nerve wracking. But, you know, at some point during, you know, your lesson, even after you haven't taught for a while, mm-hmm. it comes back to you and it, it, yeah. it becomes natural. I, re- I remember I had actually taught a Greek school lesson. I forgot to tell you, I taught a Greek school oh, lesson. Okay. Yeah. In and Greek like, or in English? In English. Okay. It was it was a Greek history thing, so I, I can't communicate Greek, like, you know, historical <laughs> thinking and, uh, you know, a history lesson, an actual, like, history lesson in Greek. Right. Unless it's in Spanish, like like your one person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You met Father. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was super nervous beforehand, dreading it, and after, like, five minutes like i like i even did a bell ringer i like i i did like a oh, straight up yeah, i did like a straight up. up real lesson not like a greek school lesson of you know copy this five times and she have objectives on the board the and, and so i mean i yeah i had like core. i had like my own <laughs> objectives i didn't put them on the board like i used to but but you know i styled it in that yeah that was uh that was like in january okay she's that's, that's not that far so so it was like dreadful but 
after five minutes, I, I got back into the swing of it, and you, you know, it felt because it, it, it kind of just felt natural. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I was gonna say you had the gala stuff going on too, but I was like, you can come in. Yeah, do, feel and free I, to do like a visiting. I lesson, wanted but, to, but I, it was just. Yeah, you had. I was so stressed out. Yeah, there's well, there's like you said, a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. But no, I remember feeling that too. Like kind of like, oh, I'm gonna be kind of rusty at it. I think I was for my first demo lesson. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, or people that are listening that aren't a teacher, sometimes if you do an interview, it's not just showing them your resume and maybe like a portfolio. Sometimes they make you do a demo lesson with a class of students that you've never seen before in your life. You have no clue where they're at. Uh, or there's there's also I almost forgot. The second alternative where you have adults, maybe one or two, sometimes three or four, pretending to be students, and they're just going to throw the book at you with behavioral issues, and you have to show them, and sometimes they'll only give you like 15 to 20 minutes, you have to show them some sort of extravagant lesson that covers 90 different things that you would take two weeks to do in a normal classroom setting. In some sort of complex historical thinking right, right. skill. And it's always something that you're like... 40% comfortable teaching, so you got to, like, crash course yourself to learn about it. Jesus and Christ. It's, yeah, it's not it's not fun. Remember, Danielle was telling us about that one time before she had gone through our program. She was interviewing to be a Russian teacher, and they threw her into a demo lesson. Without letting her know. Without something. letting her know that the kids <laughs> didn't know. So she was... She was Asked to teach a certain uh, a certain tense in Russian or something, mm-hmm. and oh English, okay, gotcha, or grammar, grammar. yeah, I gra- say some English. sort of yeah, some sort of Dumb. grammar um, <laughs> tense. And in order to know, in order to understand this tense, you had to understand another aspect of Russian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she realized halfway through the lesson that the kids didn't know that first part, so they weren't understanding. Oh God what she was trying to teach them. Right. And so she had to go back and teach them this in order to get into her demo lesson. Ooh. And then they said, oh, you didn't teach the, this. Jeez. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds about right. Where Well, and I remember one time I showed up at a, an interview and they were like, it had no uh, plans to do a demo lesson because they, they said, nope, you're not doing one. I showed up and they're like, well, where are your materials? I was like, excuse me? They're like, we have a demo. You got a class of 25 in there. And I was like, the fuck I do? I'm like, Oh my God. And they were like, I told him, I was like, I wasn't told. And I like showed him an email. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Our mistake. And I was like, what, what's going to happen to that class of 25 kids? Like who's going to teach them? They're like, I don't know, figure it out. I'm like, what? <laughs> you can tell this is a very organized enterprise. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. I didn't, I didn't know about that. That story with Danielle though. Yeah. Was that in the U.S. or was that? Was yeah, this, that in... was, this was in Chicago. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which, oh, I almost forgot. What was, um, so we went to... Greek fest was that, was that what you would call it yeah, at your, your yeah. church okay and uh which I was so blown away by the way everyone I, I think I even texted you everyone's so friendly like yeah. getting the shit <laughs> it's a church community but what was that that shot that we took oh yeah oh my god That's that was right. brutal Tsipuro 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 okay what and what it what kind of oh my god it was what it was is rough. it it's like it's like it's kind of like moonshine <laughs> okay right? but I mean. That sounds about right. You sell moonshine in bottles now, so let's see. It, uh, my cousin in Greece, his cousin has a vineyard, but it's not like what you would imagine a vineyard is. Okay. It's smaller. And he makes bootleg tsipura. Oh, okay. Is and that what so we drank? Because that's, that's what, what it felt like. That's basically, yeah, that's what we drank. <laughs> the bootleg version? Yeah, uh, Probably not the bootleg version. <laughs> no. We'd be dead. It'd be like absinthe. It Greek was absinthe. Uh, 
but it was a lot stronger. The one I that we took? Than the what we took, yeah. yeah. That's about right. I think so, I had to just, you know, when you just look down, you just focus your entire attention onto not dying. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. So what it is, it's it's a distilled spirit, 40 to 45% alcohol, and okay. it's produced from the residue of the wine press, so from pomace. So like reject wine? Or so like, that's what I'm the, hearing like, that. like the the squished grapes, pretty much. Okay, got it. And so that's why it, it's so freaking strong. Oh, because it's potent. Because it's like, yeah. It's the stuff that's not easy to... I never thought of that. Yeah. And so that's... Uh, and we should have got a... What I did the next day, though, was um, I mixed it with lemonade. That's smart. And it was like super good. It was yeah. really good because it, it, so, it mixed so well with the lemon. Is what it be. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah. I just, I don't, I never tasted any grape with it. I just yeah, tasted pain. Yeah, no, it was pain. just liquor. <laughs> it tasted just like alcohol. Yeah, it was, it was, well, and then we had uh, your favorite beer, your favorite Greek beer, I should yeah, say. Yeah, Fix, yeah. Okay. That's a pretty popular Greek beer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never, it was good. It was kind of, it, it almost reminded me, and I don't mean this in like a negative way. It was almost like a Miller, Miller Lite. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's a, it's a lager, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got Absolutely. It. it was it was a good change of pace from that shot of from that shot. Yeah. <laughs> what's it? What's it called? Sipuro. Sipuro. All right. I know to stay away from that, and I already knew to stay away from Malort. <laughs> Those yeah. two. Yeah. Malort's way worse. Um, it's way worse. Next time we'll give you a shot of Uzo. Oh God. Is that <laughs> the, is, is that the Malort of uh, that, of Greek liquor? I guess some people <laughs> like it. Uzo tastes like black licorice. Okay, so it's like absinthe. Do you ever have? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never had absinthe. I'm not, absinthe. I'm not. Do you ever have a sambuca? <laughs> no. What's no. that? It's the Italian version of it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to get on these. Uh, well, I mean, you, on these you, ethnic you know liquors. <laughs> well, I know it because my family owns a liquor store too. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this is where I can have that Instagram uh, hashtag of "I'm cultured" because I've had these <laughs> Korean. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, th- it was fun though. Like you guys had, oh, what was that dessert too? That like cinnamon thing. That was delicious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucomades. Lucom- what? Lu. Lu. Co. Co. Mades. Mades. Yep. I'm cultured people. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was delicious. Although there was a controversy for if they were crunchy enough or soft enough or yeah. whatever. It's they all can't thing. be too crunchy, okay. but then again, they can't be too soft. This is the problem we all run and into. And so it's it's like a huge deal. Every Greek fest, there's a lot of violence and swearing and screaming and crying <laughs> all around the Genocide. quality of the lukumadas. Because, I mean, <laughs> really, they're the moneymaker because they don't cost that much to make. Oh, okay. And so yeah, they yeah. sell them for five bucks, uh, five bucks a dozen. So you make we got like, way more than a dozen. Yeah. Yeah, they really. just threw them in, especially right. because it was me. <laughs> That's true. Old ladies, you know, they just love me. <laughs> it's the baby face. It's the baby face. Oh, yeah, my baby like, face. Pete, there's a good boy. <laughs> my baby face. <laughs> yeah. Someone was someone was saying when we were leaving, like, Peter, he'll always be... I think because you called them Mr. and Mrs. instead of, like, by their first names. So they were like, you'll always be, like, a, a sweet little boy to us. Like, oh, Sad. I could just... <laughs> sad. I could just see, like, this is... Peter as a little boy's community. That's what oh I was big shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I grew up. That's where my, my parents grew up and my grandparents, yeah. Okay. I mean, the church used to be in Roseland. So, okay. yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah, that was fun though. You don't want to go over to Finger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm pretty sure 
Like, at one point, their car was shot up or something like that when they were in the building. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that. Which is funny that the interview when they were like, yeah, you got a class of 25. It was an alternative school. Oh, was it? It's like, great. Who's the poor soul going in there? Oh, Jesus. Well, do you want to do like a quick refill break? Yeah, sure. Cool. All right. For those of you listening, uh, we'll be right back. And we're back, but you guys probably didn't notice it because it felt like a second. Not too long ago, I posted uh, a video of Antonio Brown from the Steelers. Yes, the NFL Steelers. Yes, Antonio Brown, 84. That's awesome. And so he was going up against uh, our high school players. So I didn't know about this. I thought we were going to a seven-on-seven tournament. Turns out it was the Nike Destroy Doubt Tour. And so they go to like half a dozen cities. And Chicago was one of them. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Like, maybe they'll get some free Nike stuff. I made sure that I wore Nike shoes with Nike socks with Nike <laughs> shorts with a Nike shirt and a Nike hat just to really sell it. But then midway through, my buddy goes like, hey, look behind you. And I look and I'm like, oh, shit, it's Tariq Cohen from the Bears, the, the running back, yeah. number 29. I said, this is really cool. And he was doing this thing where people would throw the ball just above his head and they would use the momentum to do a backflip. Because he, I mean, he can do a backflip whenever he wants because yeah. he's just so acrobatic. But I was like, holy shit, like, I drafted him on my fantasy team. He helped me win the championship. Like, holy shit. <laughs> so I, I, like, go over and I'm like, hey, man, I love the way you play. Big fan. You're on my fantasy team. You helped me get to a championship this year. And he was like, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Terry Cohen. I try not to get too shell-shocked because, like, they're people. Yeah, yeah. But really, I was like, holy shit, it's Tariq Cohen, an NFL player. So I was thinking, like, cool, my day's made. That's a cool surprise. Let's go on with the day. And then fast forward like 15 more minutes. And then suddenly like the bus, there's like a Nike bus and it honks. And this guy comes out and he's got these yellow wristbands on. He's got this big smile. He's got this very distinguishable haircut. And I was like, is that Antonio Brown from the Steelers? And then they announce it. It's Antonio Brown. It's A.B. from the Steelers. And he's literally just talking to all the kids. He gives them like a quick message. But it wasn't like he's going to do a speech and then leave. He was there for hours, giving tips to the guys, walking them through drills. And then eventually it became like, we're going to go one-on-one. Who can cover me? And then Kelvin Hayden from the Colts and the Bears, he shows up. He's trying to cover Antonio Brown. Tariq Cohen is going one-on-one against kids. So it was just awesome. And then at one point, my quarterback for our school, I shouldn't say mine, not the only coach, uh, he's throwing to the wide receivers and then Antonio Brown goes up to the line like let's run a post corner he looks at me and I was like go ahead man it's not every day you can throw to an NFL receiver and he just lays in this perfect pass and that's what I posted on Instagram that's awesome and then the coolest part was that he came over after after the catch and he pats we'll just call him Dan he pats Dan on the the shoulder and he goes beautiful throw quarterback and then he proceeds to give him like one or two tips this uh Dan once that's done and like he like walks away Dan just turns to me like, what the fuck? Like he didn't realize what had just happened. I was like, yeah, man, that's a pretty cool experience. Ever since then too, he's just on the ball. Like he, his play has just elevated to a different level. That's great. So that was pretty cool. That's great. And I realized uh, because with my job, we did a mentorship luncheon and my, my kids are college kids who receive scholarships. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't teach them or anything, but I really bonded with them. And we had this mentorship luncheon and really getting noticed and uh, uh, receiving advice and having, you know, people care about you just a little bit and, mm-hmm. you know, giving you that, those pointers, it, right. it really does change some kids. Right. And, and it and it goes back to teaching too, when you showed even just a little bit of effort and you show just a little bit, you know, just, if you just care just a little bit, 
you know, these kids recognize it. And even though they may say F you the next day, (laughs) you know. Or two seconds prior or after. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, at the end of the year, they bonded with you and they're, they're sad to see you go. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I, and I'm curious to see the kids I don't have next year that have other teachers, what, what their response will be. Do you think, cause you're still, even though you're not uh, in a traditional classroom right now, you still have an impact, but in terms of what you've learned at this job and whether or not you continue to do this job, or if you find a teaching position, which I, I personally hope that we open up another social studies teacher position in my school, because so. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. But in terms of if you move back into the classroom or back into a teaching profession, teaching job, rather, what do you think is the number one thing you've taken away from working in a not-for-profit, an alternative to a teaching position in your first year after getting your license? Mm-hmm. I think really what was important was uh, getting the administrative experience, mm-hmm. uh, but also dealing with politics, dealing with boards, you know, really something that you don't foresee going into teaching, you know, really the politics behind teaching. I always heard about it, you know, from my mentor teacher and student teaching about all the BS with the administration <laughs> and, and with your, uh, within your department. But right. this gave me, uh, you know, I, I was still working, but I, I had to deal a lot with politics with our board with politics, with our trustees. And so learning how to maneuver around that, sure, yeah. you know, I think provided me the best experience going into, you know, if, if I go into a teaching setting again, I'll know how to, you know, manipulate that and, and work around it. Right. Well, and, and even, you know, just you've had experience outside of academia. Mm-hmm. So you know what kids can expect elsewhere. So yeah, political things too, but also just your experience being outside of a school for a little bit has to be beneficial too, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been in, I've been in school for what, you know, <laughs> like 16 years. Yeah. The, you know, the only experience I have is pretty much, I mean, I worked in college at, in school, in grad school, I worked in school. So, you know, you, I didn't have any experience outside in the real world. Yeah. And, you know, really you have to learn, you know, sometimes so much more than, than what your job entails. Absolutely. Well, now that you say that preschool, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th, one, two, three, four. So I'm 25. I've literally spent, oh my God, I, Peter, I never left school. Basically, I literally have it. Like, sure, I worked yeah. in the hospital at some point. I never left school because that was during undergrad. Yeah. Which means ever since preschool, that's crazy. I'm just realizing this now that I've never left school. Yeah. Oh my God. Should I quit for a year and see what happens? And <laughs> <laughs> But then again, it's weird because my whole work year revolves around the school year since it's... it's true. Yeah, it's yeah. a scholarship program. Since it's a scholarship yeah. program and you know, dealing with college, uh, you know, undergrad students. So, right. Well, and Katie and I were talking like summer isn't all it's cracked up to be anymore. Now that like, she's still going to work regularly and yeah. I'm still at the school every single day. Like it's really yeah. not the Once same. Once you get old, summer <laughs> sucks. <laughs> no, it really does. Well, I remember in high school, I was so excited that summer was over because that meant two a day practices were over for football. Yeah. <laughs> so you just went to the two, two hour, two and a half hour, whatever it was practice after school. So that was always such a relief, but I'm, I'm still, I'm kind of shocked to say I've just I've never I haven't left school yet all but three or four years of my life was spent in a classroom in some way yeah I don't oh my god I just dated myself too for (laughs) (laughs) 
well, I'm going to, I'm going to cope with this one. Uh, in terms of your, your future job hunt though, if you could pick like maybe your ideal position or ideal class that you'd want to teach, what's, yeah. what's your vision for that jump back into teaching? Uh, probably either CPS or, or suburbs, but definitely world history, world studies, even, uh, even American history, anything, <laughs> anything history related please. would be, yeah, anything <laughs> at all. Yeah. No, that's that's exactly what I... I think at one point, too, I was looking at a position that was like... I think it was like a dean position or something like that. And I was like, are you willing? And I was like, yeah, I'm willing. Please yeah. hire me. So that's just kind of where it takes you on the I know, job I was like, even apply... Like, I said I would never apply for psychology, sociology, AP psych <laughs> positions, and I applied for one. Those sound great. I was looking for those all the time. Well, yeah. now my position has developed into... U.S. history and AP psychology. Those yeah, two things. Which is pretty great. It's, it, I'm excited. And you were able to kind of shape that, right? Yeah. that w- The position I thought I was taking was U.S. history. Turns out it was U.S. and civics, but it's kind of morphed into what I wanted because there was another job actually at the school that works at, and it was for just teaching psych. Yeah. So only one prep, but it was only teaching psychology. And I was like, oh, because I got the offer from my current school. This sounds awesome. It's what I want to teach, but there's also this other place with something different. I wound up going with, what's the phrase? Um, one in the hand is better than two in the bush. Yeah. So I took the known commodity and it turns out that was the right call because that position teaching only psych never became a position. Something happened. So it didn't yeah. work out. So, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, Peter, let me know. I'm sure. I mean, we talk all the time, but keep me posted on job stuff, demo lessons. Uh, if you need anything, even if you want to like use a copy or something like that, <laughs> uh, cause that, that does pile up cost wise. Yeah. Uh, but keep me posted. Definitely, I definitely will. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you uh, having me on again. No, I, I appreciate you you coming down. I know. Oh, not a problem. I know you're also Southsider, so that's good that yeah. it's not not too far. But no, I appreciate. Uh, this is now your your third episode. Awesome. Which that's it's only you and Sam that can say that you've been on more than two episodes of awesome. the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, everyone that's listening, thank you so much uh, for all your support. If you could, whatever app you're listening to us in, whether it's iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, whatever, if you could rate and review, that really helps me out. Keep spreading the word. Check us out on social media, hashtag Classroom Brew, hashtag Classroom Brew Podcast, as well as at Classroom Brew on Twitter. It's not just Instagram. If you'd like to contact us, reach us classroombrew at gmail.com. I'm going to be, I oh know this will be out after I'm back from Houston, so it doesn't matter. When are you going to Houston? Uh, this Thursday, sure. 19th to 22nd, AP I'm, conference. I'm going to be in Houston uh, the 27th, oh, 27th right to the 29th. Damn it. <laughs> almost timed out. That would have kept me sane if I had known somebody. Um, <laughs> it's just my principal, the school counselor, and myself. So they're going to? They're going to separate hotel rooms, so that's that's good. Oh, yeah. That's good. That'd be weird. That'd be very weird. <laughs> oh my god! It's to the AP conference. To the AP conference. Yeah. Oh shit! Thanks again for listening. Cheers, and Peter, do you want to do the honors? Class dismissed. <laughs>